Hey everybody, I'm so glad that you're here. How are you doing? Are you enjoying the beginning of the cooler temps and fall? Well, at the time of this recording, it's October. And as you may know, October marks the start of Q4. This is a big business milestone that sometimes creates frustration or maybe even panic among sales professionals and entrepreneurs. Why? Because the end of the year is almost here. Q4 marks its crunch time. Now, I suspect that you had some goals to accomplish this year, or at least some expectations for business results that you wanted to create for your business or for your territory. And even though it is the beginning of the end of the year, I'm happy to say it's not too late to make it happen. With nearly three months left in the year, we just need to recognize it's time to giddy up and put a crunch time plan together that will help you squeeze the potential out of the rest of your year. And in this podcast, I've prepared six practical steps that you can take to boost your personal productivity and help you create bigger and better results for your business or your territory. Now, you can certainly use these ideas anytime that you want to concentrate your focus and talents. So just think of these six steps as, well, a productivity acceleration plan <laughs> when you want to double down on your desired results. Let's get started. Number one, it's important that you clarify your goal identify or recognize the result that you want to make required by a specific deadline. So let me ask you, what result would you be most proudest of at the end of this year? Did you have a result in mind at the beginning of this year? I'd like you to consider how you want, how you want to end this year strong. What would indicate what result that you would create would really suggest that you crushed it in Q4? Would it be measured by sales or maybe total company revenues? Maybe you might use the number of new customers or clients that you attract before the end of the year. Maybe it's sales of a particular product or service. Maybe it's the new purchase purchases from existing customers. It doesn't matter. But what does matter is that you are very specific in clarifying the goal or the result that you want to achieve. Now, let me give you an exercise that you can do in order to better clarify the required result that you want to achieve by the end of this year. First of all, is identify one result that you are willing to go all in and commit to. One result. One of the biggest mistakes that I find my clients make when they start working with me is that they have so many goals and objectives and results that they want to create that they're diluting their time, talent, and energy across too many things. And they're not getting the one main thing that they want or need to get done. Step number two is identify a date 
or a deadline that you will commit to achieving that one main result. Now, I'm going to suggest if you're listening to this in real time, that that result be or that that deadline be Friday, December 16th. Why? Because that is, in essence, the end of the business year. Even though you technically have until December 31st, I find that the week of Christmas and then the week between Christmas and New Year's, well, people are just distracted and it's just too difficult for you to try to make something happen when everybody else is checked out on vacation or in a holiday mindset. So December 16th is my suggested deadline if you're working in real time in 2022. The next step that I want you to take in building your and accelerating your results plan and clarifying your goal is to really describe, and I want you to write this down, why creating this one result is so important. And I'd like you to describe why it's important to your business or your territory, or it's important to your clients that you achieve this goal. And finally, I want you to describe why it's important to yourself. Next, I want you to identify where your results are now. So depending on whatever uh, method of measurement that you've decided to use, I want you to get clear on where you are right now. The first step to recognize uh, in any change is to recognize the gap between where you are, that's recognition of your current reality, to where you want to be. That's the future goal. That's the end of the year objective that you're going to commit to, the one main goal. And that is in helping you to consider a future that you have the power to create. And that's exactly what this this session is all about, helping you create a future that you currently don't have. So after you've identified what results you have now, the next step is I want you to think about how much you believe that you really can and will create this result by your deadline. Really think about your current belief. And to do that, I'd like to introduce something I call the belief scale. So imagine, if you will, a scale listed from one until 10. One is virtually no belief, no confidence, no trust that this result will ever happen, ever. And number 10 is you knowing that this thing will get done on your watch, that you are not only so all in on the idea that you are confident that you are going to make it happen by the deadline. That is being a 10 out of 10. So what I want you to do is I want you to consider what are those thoughts that you need to have, that you want to have in order to help your mind get caught up to the idea that achieving this result is a 10 out of 10. Step number two in our plan is to give up the grind. You know, anytime our backs are against the wall, like in Q4 or any other 
impending deadline, it's natural to lean into the grit and grind to get it done. Look, I know this one well, and so likely do you. Many of us really give what we don't have when it's crunch time, and we work to the point that we are so stressed out that there's nothing left to give ourselves or to others. Let's just agree before you begin at pursuing this Q4 plan that striving sucks and hustle hurts. Recognize that really it's that taking this approach where you're going to grind, suck it up and grind it into action uh, while these deadlines are fast approaching, it isn't the best approach because that approach is fueled by the adrenaline that comes from fear and scarcity. And really, it just leads to a stressed out, uh, scattered, uh, and fearful approach. Rather, I recommend that you adopt a calm, confident consistency to your attitudes and to your actions. You know, for years, I foolishly told myself that I do my best work when my back's against the wall, or I used to say I eat deadlines for lunch, and I was proud of that. However, this self-inflicted stress created an autoimmune issue that I still need to manage today. So I don't recommend using adrenaline and grind for fuel for getting things done. Instead, give up the grind and create a consistent, calm, personal routine. And we're going to talk a little more about that in just a few minutes, but this is a much better solution. Step number three, refuse to be confused. You see, I know right about now your brain is offering you, but I don't know where my customers are. Or I don't know where to find more doctors to meet. And by the way, they're way too busy right now. As we approach the end of the year, they get busier with their patients and they're less likely to see representatives or consultants or coaches. And here's what I want to say to your brain. It's time for you to take that agency that you were born with called your prefrontal cortex and you to inform your brain with the truth. The truth is that doctors meet with vendors and consultants and coaches every single day. Thousands of coaches, thousands of sales reps are indeed meeting in offices, interacting. They are bringing value and teaching clinicians and providers every single day. Isn't it time that you're one of them? I think so. So refuse to be confused. So let's talk about some practical steps that you can take to really begin to build your personal plan for the end of the year. Step number four, is to meet as many pikas as possible. Now I'll explain in just a minute, but your problems of sluggish sales or no customers or even limited money in your business is a simple one. You just need to meet more pikas. <laughs> one of the biggest reasons consultants, coaches, and clinicians don't have more business is that they don't meet enough people that they serve. 
let me ask you, when was the last time that you talked to someone that you could help, a doctor or whoever it is that you primarily serve? When was your last consult or discovery session or sales call? Are you tracking this? If not, I want you to start now. I coach my clients to know that there are really three simple and very effective ways to consistently attract customers. One of these steps is to meet as many PICAs as possible. Now, I know you've probably been wondering, what the heck is a PICA? <laughs> well, PICA stands for Perspective Ideal Customer Avatar. PICA. That is the customers or buyers or people that you serve and sell to. Those are your PICAs. And needing more PICAs is the absolute best path to new clients, new customers, and business and income that you want. Remember, at this point, refuse to be confused. Don't add drama to this equation. Getting more customers, getting more income, getting more consults is simply a matter of meeting more PICAs. Don't add drama that doesn't exist. Meet more PICAs, tell them what you do, and make offers to help. There's no drama. It's math. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you're not going to be satisfied with just saying, go out and meet more PICAs. You want strategies and you want a game plan. All right. Well, I'll give it to you since I'm just the coach that believes in the importance of being practical and having actual action steps to rest on. Here's what I want you to do. This is your activity for this particular session that I really want you to lean into, and it will help you promote more PICA interactions. What I'd like you to start with is to make a list of 20 ways that you can think of that you can meet more of your PICAs. Those are the customers and clients that you ideally serve or want to work with. How you can start really getting some ideas around your 20 ways that you're going to come up with is think about the ways that current customers or past clients have been attracted to you or have found you in the past. How did you meet them? How do PICAs or prospective customers find you? Write those down. Then, as you're continuing to build your list of 20 ways to promote more PICA interactions, think about where do your customers and clients gather? Where do they connect? Where do they hang out? And I want you to go there. What networking events are offered for your PICA? Get invited and go. What websites or virtual communities are offered online? Subscribe. What trade shows, study clubs attract your PICAs? Sign up. Another way that you can offer value and meet more PICAs is to host your own educational events. That works really well with physicians and dentists and healthcare providers. 
So let me ask you, when was the last time that you offered or conducted a mini clinic, a lunch and learn, or an in-service? I want you to really be generous with these in Q4. They are a powerful way of building value and obtaining and cultivating customers. And I want you to use it. For those of you that are not members of our Dental Industry Insider Sales School, I really want to encourage you to sign up now because we've got a mastery class on how to leverage lunch and learns when selling to dentists. And it is fantastic. It is one of the most popular programs that we offer inside the school. And I want you to have that benefit recognize that this is your crunch time action plan in really making a list of those 20 ways that you can meet your unique PICAs. It's your crunch time plan. And it's important that you take the time and energy to list 20 ways. And so I don't want you to quit early. The reason that listing 20 ways, 20 um, ideas for you to connect and interact with PICAs is that this is going to force you to exercise and extend your personal creativity and strategic thinking to help you become the person who uses your knowledge, expert, uh, expertise, and experience to be able to create and shape the result that you want. You want more business, you want more customers, you want to serve more, you want to up-level the revenues and income of your business. Well, you've got to lean into identifying 20 ways that you can become face-to-face -face and interact with more of the people that you serve. In addition, listing 20 ways is going to actually create a fairly extensive menu of action ideas that I want you to try in the future. Think of them as, well, little experiments in growing your business. And this reference is really going to be an important menu that I want you to depend on in the future. But for now, for Q4, after you've created your list of 20, I want you to read the list, eat, prioritize the list from those that you consider to be the, the top or the best or the, uh, you know, the, the richest action steps. And I want you to identify the top three that energize and excite you. See, if we use the natural excitement and energy that comes from these ideas that you've just inspired yourself to create, you're going to have a better result with those than you will with ones that you feel, well, eh, you're not really that interested in. Now, there may be potential in those, but I want you to set yourself up for success as much as possible. So identify the top three action items that you've come up with from your list of 20 and make those your, uh, your action plan, your crunch time action plan that you will commit to and use with calm, confident, consistent energy for the rest of the quarter until you achieve the result. Step number five is to fuel your fire. It's important that you find ways and find feelings that fuel or inspire you to take that calm, confident, consistent action on a daily basis. 
you know, manic mornings are the antithesis of getting a strong start to any day, and I don't recommend it. As a matter of fact, you might even want to check out the book Miracle Mornings by Hal Elrod. It's a really great read on how you can start your day off strong with a protocol that he recommends. I really find it valuable. And he's actually created an international following of people who start their mornings with their miracle protocol. Personally, I like to listen to positive, upbeat, and inspirational music while I get dressed in the morning. Or I like to play a idea-generating podcast while I walk my dog. This is the way I start my day, to get my mind going and my body moving. By the way, if you're not already an industry insider, well, I invite you to join the community at Dental Industry Insider and download our podcast wherever you get your podcast. It really is a great way of you getting plugged into the teaching and to the programs that we offer for free. I also like to start my day in gratitude. You know, when I see and feel and experience and acknowledge the signs of abundance in my own life, I feel better. The fear and the anxiety that often shows up when I'm in the middle of trying to create a result, well, it subsides and the anxiety is released. This practice of starting with gratitude really does offer a solid, grateful mindset that helps me to keep that stinking thinking at bay. Step number six, make success inevitable. Let's decide on a plan that's going to help you to make achieving your goal a sure thing, inevitable. Remember that belief scale I mentioned earlier? Well, if you really were at a 10 out of 10 in your belief that you can and will reach your goal by your deadline, what thoughts would you be having if you believed it and after you've achieved it? I really want you to take the time and write those thoughts down. Think deeply. Imagine yourself. Use futuristic thinking to support you to visualize yourself at 10 out of 10 belief that you really can achieve the goal that you've identified in step number one. This creates an environment that will spur you on to inspire you to keep taking the calm, confident action moving towards the goal. You know, when I'm in production for an important goal, I like to pepper my life with writing those thoughts down on post-its and putting them in places that I will be sure to find them throughout the day. These are words that describe how I'll feel when the goal is won. And I put them in conspicuous areas throughout that, that I'll discover throughout my day. Words like committed, or I am honored to be of service, or I am available to those customers that I have not yet served, or I'm determined to allow abundance to come to me. Once you've identified what those thoughts and those feelings are that you will experience when you achieve the goal, 
I want you to let them inspire you. Let them change you from the inside out. And then I want you to create and commit to a daily routine. Remember that miracle mornings? Well, that could be part of your daily routine. And I want you to promise yourself that you will marinate on your goal every day. How you do that is unique to what works for you. Personally, I like to write down my goal every day and read it and think about it and visualize myself achieving it. When you write it and you visualize it, it, it truly does <clears throat> allow you to um, really find the emotional energy as well as the thoughts and the action steps that are going to be necessary for you to eliminate distractions and detour, detours that are sure to come up. But it also gives you that extra something, something that we all need as we take steps positive forward towards a goal that we're trying to achieve. Another step or another action item that you can use to make success inevitable is to complete the hard tasks before noon. You know, I teach a concept of um, really having uh, L1, L2, and L3 time to my clients. And it's really all about understanding where our energy and where our mental clarity are at their highest. And I find that if we do the hard stuff before noon and we make a game of it and we make it fun, well, that really is, I find, the best way to be able to get those action items taken care of that will lead you towards the goal. Another thing you might consider is to create some incentives for yourself, that if you do this, then you get to do that, something that you need to do that you then can reward yourself by something that you want to do. In addition, I think it's very important that you track your progress. You know, personally, I have a monthly milestone tracker that I use and I certainly give to my clients that I actually track. It's on the back door of my bedroom closet and every day I check off my accomplishments. And I can't tell you how satisfying it is to check off those little boxes and see my progress at the end of each day, each week, and certainly at the end of each month. You know, there is no drama. There's only math. And last, I'd like to encourage you to get a coach. Now, I know that this sounds self-serving, but I am convinced that the support, the encouragement, and the guidance that a skilled coach provides is one of the most effective ways for you to succeed in crunch time or any time. If you really are committed to your goals and you want to become the kind of person that creates the kind of result that you see other people experiencing, well, I can't encourage you enough to really invest in a coach. I'd be happy to talk to you about your situation if you really are ready to take your results to the next level. So in summary, as we're winding down the year and as we face this ever important Q4 and crunch time, I want to encourage you, clarify your goal 
recognize the result that you want to create for yourself and give it a deadline. Give up the grind. Just decide that you're not going to grind through, but that you're going to adopt a calm, confident consistency in your daily routine and in your attitude towards really taking on that that personal routine in a way that has a spirit of positive expectation. Refuse to be confused. Don't allow yourself to buy in to the negative and pessimistic thinking that doesn't serve you that your brain is using to try to keep you from taking actions. Speaking of action, Get out there and meet as many Pikas as possible. They are waiting, they are willing, and they want you to show up and be of service to them. What you offer is important and has value. And I want you to put yourself in, is in front of as many Pikas as possible. Next, fuel your fire. Find ways that you can keep yourself engaged, and moving forward by starting your morning off right and by consistently listening to podcasts and other um, ways for you to keep the fire burning so that you can keep the negativity and the doubt at bay. And last, make success inevitable. Yep, take the steps at that you need and consider ways that you can can focus on the thoughts and the feelings that will serve you after you've achieved the result that you're committed to. All right, this is Anita signing off. That's what I've got for you today. I absolutely want to hear your success stories of how you crushed Q4 and achieved the results that you knew that you were capable of achieving. 